Welcome to episode seven of Science Solutions and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. Today I wanted to talk about cold showers. And this is really out of necessity that I took a cold shower this morning and getting ready for my day. Needed to wash my hair, get ready for the week. It's Monday and my water heater's out. So yesterday, well, past couple weeks, water heater's been giving us issues. And as of yesterday, the water heater seems like it's done. Now it's come back to life before, so I was kind of hoping that would be the case this morning as I didn't get to wash my hair last night. But wasn't the case, got to take a cold shower. When you have to take a cold shower, you look for the benefit of it. I actually used to take cold showers by choice, and it was because I had done some research and learned that cold showers are good for you. Obviously, it's a lot more comfortable to take a hot shower, so I had gotten out of that habit, and I was reminded of all the benefits this morning. First, I want to tell you a quick little anecdote about my not getting to wash my hair last night. I was actually trying to take a warm bath by dumping kettles of boiling water into the tub with some tepid water, so some cold water, and slowly adding a kettle by kettle of hot water, kind of like you see in the movie Eat, Pray, Love. That's how she has to take a bath. You know, all the important things get washed is what she says there, but I'm going through this process, boiling a pot of water on the stove, as well as taking kettle by kettle into the water. Finally, it is lukewarm, and there's enough water for me to wash my hair in. So I asked my daughter, who is two and a half, if she wants to get in the bath with me. She gets in the tub before me, and I go to grab a towel. I come back to the site of her peeing in the water. And not just like quietly daintily peeing no like straight lifting her leg and peeing in the water obviously I wasn't gonna wash my hair in that so I let her play in the tub with the water and then you know give her the sponge down afterwards um funny funny thing but I want to talk to you about cold showers uh, and how our body works when you take a cold shower and really help you think about this and think about using it for yourself so we'll talk a little bit about the biology and how your body works talk about circulation and your metabolism and your skin and your immune system and all of these factors that taking a cold shower can help with. So think about that cold water. Think about that cold water and that gasp for air <gasps> that comes out as you get into that cold stream of water. That, <gasps> that gasp is going to increase your oxygen take intake. So that big deep breath increases your oxygen temp intake. Your, your respiration rate is going to increase. Your heart rate increases. You get this rush of blood. All these things affect your energy, actually increase endorphins, which make you happy. Also helps with your immune system. It's also proven to help decrease your blood pressure. So along with your circulation, you also have your metabolism. So you have two types of fat. We want to think about your brown fat, which surrounds your organs and kind of helps keep you warm if you're exposed to cold temperatures. Um, it activates as it needs to keep us warm. Then you have your white fat, which is kind of more like the storage fat that stores excess energy. So when we eat too much, this is the fat that we get. The more exposure to cold you have, the more you activate the brown fat. So the more you burn the white fat. We all want to burn more fat, so taking a shower, a cold shower, helps us to burn more fat, so it can help with your metabolism. It also helps to speed muscle recovery, so if you actually get to the science behind it, it actually helps you to cure, to 
excuse me, clear uric acid. And if you're familiar with gout, gout is actually caused by uric acid getting retained in your joints. Um, specifically, right, starting building up at your toes, your knees, all of those as you work your way up. Um, also can help to increase glutathione levels, so decrease uric acid levels, increase glutathione. If you're not familiar with glutathione, it's a natural antioxidant. Your liver produces it, and it does wonders for your system. Um, they actually give you glutathione. Um, well, they give you a precursor to glutathione. If you have an overdose for certain things, like if your kid ingests too much Tylenol, they actually give you glutathione um, or NAC and acetylcysteine, which is a precursor to glutathione um, in order to help um, counteract the problems that happen with that and help protect the liver. So who wouldn't want to decrease uric acid levels, which is a toxin in our joints, and then increase glutathione? Another cosmetic type thing is it tightens your cuticles and pores, um, so it's really good for your skin and hair. Um, there's not a lot of science behind this besides the immediate effect um, because it temporarily tightens your skin, but the science behind the hair, can it actually uh, helps to flatten your hair follicles, and it also increases your hair follicles' ability to grasp the scalp. So it can make your hair stronger and be able to hold on better. So maybe some um, less hair loss. And the flattening of the follicles can also make your hair appear more shiny. So it's going to give your hair a healthier, shinier feel. Now, in the health and wellness world, there's this thing called cryotherapy. And it's basically going in and getting frozen for a little bit, exposing yourself to cold temperatures. And so I just think of a cold shower like cryotherapy at home. <clears throat> So it can save you money in the sense that you're not using your hot water heater in order to get uh, the water hot and take a hot shower. It's also going to save you time because you're not going to take a long shower when you're taking a cold shower. You're going to get in, get what you need done, and get out. So I really love it because it's going to help save me time. There are some famous people, some famous models who, who use cryotherapy, but really I should say actually in the sense, take cold showers. Um, model Miranda Kerr, the other person that came up really prevalent in espousing how good it is for you is actually Katherine Hepburn. She was a huge proponent of taking cold showers and she supposedly took them well into her 80s. Uh, I actually found studies to back up a bunch of the claims in addition to just thinking about how the body works. Um, if you look around for science, the science behind or studies that talk about some of these things, you can find studies on cold showers improving your immune system. This was a really interesting one, the analgesic effects. So if you have a headache, try taking a cold shower and see if it helps to relieve it. Uh, I found it kind of effective for minor headaches. So if you get the start of one and you have the opportunity to pop in a cold shower. Uh, decrease muscle fatigue and increase your energy levels. So again, studies to back up better recovery, an increase in your metabolic rate, right? We talked about fat burning and the logistics behind that. A decrease in your cortisol levels. So these are actually, there's studies to back up this stuff. Weight and fat loss support, improved circulation, reduced inflammation, improved focus and attention, increased alertness. There's actually studies that show greater willpower and discipline as well as better sleep. So all from changing the temperature of your shower to cold. 
So I love the science behind how your body works in this. I also love that there's studies to back up so much of this information. I think that even once my water heater gets fixed, I will try to continue to do a cold shower. Some people do it, you know, one cold shower this day and then they do a warm shower the next day and they kind of keep their body guessing, which is a great theory as well. I think that cold showers are a, a great thing that I will continue as I mentioned and I'd love to hear what you think. So you can follow me on Instagram or message me on Instagram at SarahJane007, Snapchat at SarahJaneRocks, Twitter at SarahJaneRocks and then uh, my website if you want to shoot me an email is websitesmanaged.com and this is episode 7 of Science Solutions and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. Thanks for listening.